Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League <laughs> Scotch Edition. It's oh, like good. You, it's like you've done this before. Yeah, uh, once or twice. Yeah. I'm your host, Dave. That, that was about as good as what Perrin did last time. Because you know, <laughs> you'd think he'd be better at it by now. But mm-hmm. I'm Cedius, the other one who's here actually mm-hmm. all the time and likes to mock Dave when he screws up. Because, you know. Because you're a human being? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that that that's a thing. And hey, we've got guests, Dave. My God, really? People people are here. Yeah. I'm oh wait, we give them booze. That's why they're. Uh, I mean, that's part of it. It's primarily Strong, why strongly part of it. Yeah. We, we, we should let them say hi. Do you think? May uh, yeah yeah I'm not sure why not. All right. Sounds like a fool errand. Well, I'm a fool. So my name is Pete Scarman. Hi, Pete. Hi, James. How are you? Um, I'm here. James, we've never met before. Bright-eyed, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. <laughs> I really should stop eating dog food, but it's great for my teeth. Um, it's kind of gross. You've got it all over the table. Yeah, well, you know. I'm, I'm James. I, uh, I'm usually on apropos of nothing and a number of other stupid things that I do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he he's on the podcast that we spun off from, so how about mm-hmm. that? I mean, he wasn't there when we spun off, but he's there now. <laughs> wasn't there when I was on the show? No. Uh-huh. Which, you know, shows that James speaks, hasn't been on there for all that speaks highly of me, or does it... I'm not... Mm. That well, bottle looks way more severe than I'm used to. This is how things roll when, when Dave goes, uh, to, goes to airports. Oh, shit. Well, there's that. Because, you know, he travels for his job and apparently has decided that I need a bigger pour than him. Or... My glass is just wider. wider. All right, I suppose. Oh my! Thank That's you. a nose. Oh yeah, yeah right. Hmm. Hmm. This is gonna. This is gonna sound really weird, but I'm getting uh, like a strong floral. Yeah. Note. Oh yeah. I want to say not like, not like lilac, but like. And this is the Highland Park Voyage of a oh, Raven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is none. None more. None more black. Mm. Uh, and this mm-hmm. is uh, an airport exclusive, so you can only get this if you're traveling international. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the duty-free shops. Likely limited edition. I'm getting less floral and more like strong cereal notes, like the maltiness is really coming through in the next Yeah, there's a, there is a strong maltiness, but uh, I got like that uh, sort of floral uh, sourness. See, the sour, I'm getting like just a, an, an orange, oh, a citrus sour under it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely getting a citrus. There was a floral when I opened up the bottle, for yeah. sure. I want to say something uh, sort of like wet and earthen like uh, tulips. See that? I can see. Yeah. I, I, there, there, there is a floral note on top of mm. all of this, but it's, mm-hmm. it's certainly a very light um, fragrance, not one of the like heavier flowers. So, hmm. Yeah, it's uh, mild, but the nose is good, which considering this is a Highland Park makes me scared. Because when the nose has been good, I haven't always liked the, the rest of it. And I, I, I should point out that, you know, James jumping in and knowing exactly how the show works, he actually listens to the show. He, yeah. He told us before we hit record, and we were I all mean, like, what the hell? Sometimes a man has nothing better to do. I don't, That's why I listen to uh, Apropos of Nothing. So, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, it's fair. I've had nothing to do for several years now. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Yep. If I'm going to throw you into the bus, I have to be, like, rolling right there with you. Yeah, it has to be a big bus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the bus is being driven by a bus, and 
Veers slightly to the right and only mm-hmm. goes 55. Right. It's a, a desert bus. <laughs> Good. All right. Yeah. We, 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 we've played Knifey Spoonie before, too. The more... the After, uh, after taking a sip, um, uh, the nose has actually changed for me, and I'm getting like a cocoa smell, like a, like a cocoa powder, a mix. I can sort of see where you're going with that. Hmm. Weird. Hmm. I'm getting a, like a fruitcake. Yeah. Spice and very good spices. I'm getting a little mm. bit of a butter taste, buttery taste when I first no. kind of let mm-hmm. it linger on my tongue. Mm. Yeah, it's... The burn isn't unreasonable either. No, it's, it's pretty smooth. smooth. Oh, it's nice. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's, quite, it's, it's, it is warming, though. Yeah. yeah. It's quite it smoky, but not... Um, it doesn't have like a, a what I would consider to be an, a punch you in the face with peat kind of... I've mm. never punched you in the face. So I far. To. So far. The night's young. <laughs> it's, it's, it's only seven fifteen. Yeah, mm-hmm, plenty mm-hmm. of time to punch James in the nose. Yeah, it was a pretty pretty light mouth feel. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. If but, if you don't reset, it does start to to burn and tingle on the tongue a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what I'm liking about it is that even though it it doesn't have a, it's inoffensive but not boring to me. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it because I was trying to fit, kind of find the. The, the way to yeah. say that because it's it's not like there's nothing there but yeah. there's just not there's just not a lot of it it's very subdued mm-hmm. and it's still very nicely done mm. it takes a while to warm up it seems like it's in the back of your throat before it warms up mm. yeah it doesn't affect the tongue so much mm. it evaporates really pleasantly still trying to put my finger on what I think the the palate is really giving mm. me with some water it uh, the fruitcake comes out more. Yeah. Which I was expecting because that seems to be the trend. Trend. I cannot yeah. talk today. Holy fuck. Well, it has been. That's okay. It's not like you're recording a podcast the right here. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How many, how many shows have we done, Cedius? 139, now that you mention it. Well. Mm, and then there's the, the talk that comes out a little Well, more. okay. I mean, really, 138 since I, you know, haven't. Posted the second show for last month because I only recorded the one, so I have to use one of the special editions and call it one thirty-eight. Before adding water, the the palate, like the strongest palate flavor that I'm getting, is um, cantaloupe. Oh, see this 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 isn't the breen, so I don't I don't I'm not getting that strong a cantaloupe note, but I'm, I'm not picking up cantaloupe. I'm not either. It doesn't mean it's not there, but got a couple of drops of water in it now. I'm curious about how the nose changes. But since you know Dave was getting that that fruitcake mm. thing, and I was sort of seeing where that was going, I need to reset. Um, I mean, I can sort of see some sort of like melon something being the, the fruit you're pulling out of that. Yeah. So, and the brilliant thing about this show is is that even if we disagree with you, it doesn't mean you're not right for you because different mm-hmm. people have different senses of the, and what they're picking up, the different palates and you know, that sort of thing. So, while you might get cantaloupe and we call you crazy, that doesn't mean you're wrong. So. You may be right. Just crazy. I may be crazy. But it just may be a lunatic, though. Mm. I'm looking for yeah. We're quoting Billy Joel. This, this. With water in it, I don't get a nose anymore. It's weaker. It's still there for me. I felt that the uh, fruitcake came much more to the forefront. Mm. It became a much stronger portion of the nose. So I'm getting less spice out of the fruitcake. I'm, I'm still definitely yeah. getting mm. a very fruitcake type thing. That's the, actually... With the I, grains and... With the water, that's... I've taken a sip with the water, and uh, that's really pleasant. That this is where I would say it's inoffensive and, and slightly boring with water. 
Uh, I added three drops from my eyedropper, but that's what I did. I get more of a burn on the back end. Yeah, like a hot pepper. Well, it's more of an alcohol burn. It becomes just a little rough, but hmm. it's not. Uh, but yeah, the flavor, the palate just kind of whittles down. Mm-hmm. Goes down smoothly though. Yeah, oh, yeah. With, the, with those three drops of water, because I, I also did three. Um, it got super smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the mouthfeel got even lighter. Yeah. Um, and, and we failed to mention the color of this is a pretty dark amber. Oh, well, yeah. Um, oh. Mm-hmm. Almost an orange. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The palette for me is kind of a really thin toffee on top of the, hmm. the cereal notes that I was getting before. Looks like orange jello. Hmm. It's getting close to that. It is a very nice cold in the amber. Mm-hmm. It did lose some of the warming. It's not as warming going down now. Hmm. Um, but yeah, super smooth. I, I got I got some black pepper notes in the palette. Oh yeah, um, as well as the top of the finish. It's fading out pretty quick though. Hmm. But there's still. What am I getting the deep palette here? In the deep finish, rather. I have to go in again because <laughs> I had something and I lost it. It does finish pretty quickly. It does not linger. Mm-mm. I think a little cheese is going to help, for me at least. Because for me, the um, that um, the black pepper is um, what I'm getting uh, more than anything, like lingering on uh, the middle of my tongue. Yeah, it does kind of sit there and linger after mm. you're, after it's gone down. So I think for lack of a better way to phrase what I'm what I feel like I'm kinda of getting in the late finish is like a ginger snap. Like I've eaten a ginger snap and, and, oh, and it's kinda of yeah. sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which that warm bite. Mm-hmm. You know. Other people will enjoy more than me. <laughs> Only like a really delicious ginger Yeah, snap. we were on a, a date to uh Rodizio, you told me you like gingers. Uh, well, <laughs> gingers, yes, ginger snaps, well, depending on the kind of snapping we're talking about. Um, you know, I, the other thing is, uh, when we do reach the pretentious reading, I am, I'm going to suggest that we allow Pete to, uh, to take a stab at the pretentious reading, um, because I feel that he will do it the most excellent justice. Well, Pete, I am reading from the box. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which, which, by the way, is an incredible graphic. It is a Viking ship on a very dark, stormy day, so you can just barely make the outline of it. Hmm. Uh, there appears to be a raven overhead. The sail, which is also a raven uh, with some sort of Viking Celtic kind of art on it. Highland Park, single malt scotch whiskey voyage of the raven, which is what it's called. Rich, dark, and spicy with aromatic smokiness. Would we agree with that? I think we kind of felt yeah. like mm. that. Yeah. Weirdly apt. This is what is on the side of the box. The raven sits on his shoulders and say into his ear all the tidings which they see or hear. They are called thus, Hugen and Munin. He sends them at daybreak to fly about all the world. Therefore men call him Raven God. I'm going to take a stab at this. This is Gilfagenin, the prose Edda, Snorri Sturluson. English translation. Um, For our Viking ancestors, the raven was a powerful symbol of victory in battle, success on a voyage, and loyalty to their god Odin. Odin's two ravens, Hugin and Munin, thought and memory, 
were his eyes and ears in the Vikings' world. From dawn to dusk, they flew over the earth to bring back vital information, earning Odin the title Ravnagud Ravengod. Intelligent and resourceful, ravens were highly valued by the Vikings. As those early voyagers left northern shores in search of new horizons, Raven were their trusted guides. I'm wondering if you're catching the fact that a lot of these are uh, uppercase all the way through, such as trusted guides. Flying until they found <laughs> land, highly prized for their navigation skills. Oh, there we go. The raven became a symbol of good fortune on a many longship <laughs> sail. Our island home on Orkney was under Viking rule for over 600 years, and their myths and legends became our own. We take inspiration from our ancestors', ancestors Thirst for adventure and creating Voyage of the Raven, rich, dark, and spicy, with their distinctive aromatic smokiness. Mm. Wow, I, I think I like the box and the story behind it better mm. than the scotch. <laughs> that happens. Yeah, a lot. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, actually, well, yeah. yeah. Well, and the, the cover graphic. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the, 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 unfortunate, the, the unfortunate truth of the Highland Parks is uh, they, they know how to package. Yeah, yeah. They they've got yeah. great. Oh, look at this. There's like but, a light blue, teal blue on the inside. But, but, but their single malts, on the other hand, uh, sometimes are unfortunate. There wasn't a ton of cork dorkery. No, no, that one, that one was, was fairly simple in terms of what it says that it is. I, I don't agree with it 100%, but hmm. it's not you know so far <clears throat> off that I'm saying, hey, you are so full of shit. There's also not... Like actual tasting notes. No, on it. and they don't tell us yeah. anything about the noble waters of the of the distillery, which I don't know what to do with when they don't. And yeah, like how do how do I know where this water came from? Oh my god! Right, where did the water come Flint, from? Flint, Michigan. Built on the springs of the right of Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, has the time come to give our impressions? It has, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. CBS just got a Facebook notification. Ooh. I, I'm sure they heard that. So you probably didn't need to point it out. I'm glad that you did. I mean, so am I. I'm, I concur. It implies <laughs> that he has friends. No, it, <laughs> it implies that I'm a member of a theater company and I've had a lot of back and forth today with our managing director. Well, um... There is also that because you know there's things to do like budget approvals that should have happened a month ago. Um, yeah, so you know it is what it is. Being a bachelor myself, <laughs> I have on the show yeah. on the subject. <laughs> yes, we're working the Christmas Carol in here somehow. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll 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 get to that in just a second. Mm. But as James pointed out, now is the time of the being judgmental. Now is the winter of our discount discount. Tent. I mean, that, 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 that was the deal that they were offering earlier, and yes. it's closed now. Ah. Um, so, around these parts, we rate uh, our single malts on a scale of one to five, one being a war crime, five being the best shit you've had in your mouth. Hmm. Uh, three is average run-of-the-mill meh, nothing exciting to say, uh, and decimals are allowed within reason. Within reason. <laughs> oh. And well, we reserve the right to round up or down at our leisure. And by that, I mean <laughs> I will not post anything more than two decimal places, so don't mm -hmm. bother. Um, yeah, so that being a thing. Mm -hmm. Dave, why don't you start us off? Absolutely. Uh, this was remarkably average. Hmm. Three. And that's the, the dry rating? Or just yeah, overall? Yeah. Um, 
we, we often do an overall if we feel like calling out the wet versus the dry. I mean, I have done that. We have posted the, the differential. I'd say um, I like to dry but, better, but neat better. Because if you mark it wet, then the lap time is uh, four seconds difference, something like that, if I remember correctly. Okay, good. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I liked it better neat, but hmm. it was just, it, was, it wasn't bad with, with water. It just wasn't... Uh, Hmm. wasn't anything to write home about. It was inoffensive. It was drinkable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says three. All right. James, would you like to go next? I sure can. Um, I would agree. Wet, it's uh, nothing to sniff at, and that's because there really isn't any nose to speak of. Legit. Um, I would say dry. This, this was an extremely pleasant taste. Um, it's not the greatest... But I, I would rate this a high three. I would say maybe like a three-seven. If somebody uh, gave me a bottle of this, my delight would be measurable. I would say we've certainly had far worse Highland Parks on the show. So um, <laughs> keeping that in mind, um, I also am going to rate this better than a three. But it is not so good as to reach four because that you know takes an awful lot for me these days. Um, it was smooth. I tend to like smooth. Um, it was inoffensive. It did not have a lot going on with it, so it wasn't too exciting. Mm-hmm. I did not get the smoke that was intimated, intimated in the box would be there. Hmm. Um, yeah, that was the only note that... Yeah, fruit, fruitcake there. was, was the, the, the primary note, I would say. It was getting emphasis a little on the citrus side of it. Um, it was all right. It, it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't super good, but I will give it a 3.5. I'm going to go with a four. Um, I thought the initial spiciness was good, the warmth was good, but mm-hmm. it didn't take too many sips in before all, kind of all of that disappeared. I found mm. it just kind of went away. Mm. Um, I, I'm going to give it a little extra points just for the for the artwork and, and the, the wonderful story that was on the side <laughs> of the box. You're going to end up boosting a lot of these, I have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're, giving, if you're giving things bonus points for story, um, oh, I've, got, I, I've got a small book I can let you read about a, a scotch and some... <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth the book. No, it's not a small book. Novella. And while I say I have it, I don't because it actually it was one of Perrin's and he took it home with him. But it, I mean, it was really small good. As was, as was the scotch. I mean, the Aberfeldy 21 is definitely worthwhile. And it comes with a small book. Hmm. So, not always an indicator of success, though. Right. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's the thing. So, 20 pages. Let's call it a novella because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, fine. Whatever. Don't care. I would rather hear you know our guests talk about things than you, Dave. So I'm yeah, I would say it's a, uh, more of a telenovela because uh, there at some point you achieve uh, amnesia, and uh, all right, good, right. So guests, tell us a story. You 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 you've got a show or something, right? Yeah, mm. indeed. Such is the rumor. Yeah, I would say uh, that Pete is uh, one of the. The definite stars of this show. I'd say the the whole cast is tremendous. James is fantastic. It's a Christmas Carol. It's a radio theater live version of a Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. And James is Fred Cratchit. Uh, he is Peter. No, you are Fred. Peter Cratchit. Peter Cratchit, and yeah. you are Fred mm-hmm. uh, Scrooge's nephew. Mm-hmm. And he does a tremendous job at both of those voices. And oh, uh, thank you. 
Yeah, oh yeah, it's a fantastic cast, and we have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some new twists to it this year. We mm-hmm. always try to throw in something that's kind of new. I can't say what those <laughs> twists are. They need to be surprises. So yeah. you'll have to come and see. Mm-hmm. Um, Whoa, yeah. We were surprised. We were surprised, yes. <laughs> but I think it will work out. Oh, yeah. It'll be really fun. I am, yeah. I'm actually I'm, I'm quite pumped Yeah. Uh, for this. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Pete is uh, our narrator and uh, also Charles Dickens. Uh, so, a uh, narrator in the voice of Charles Dickens. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Indeed. And uh, for our next pretentious reading, I would love it if this was... Oh, right. Yeah. I can do that. In the voice of yes. Charles Dick- yes. Dickens. Yeah. That's, well, you know, my yeah. version of the voice of Charles Dickens. Sure, sure, sure. But, uh, yeah, he, he walks us through the, the entire thing. And uh, I've been impressed not only with the the faithfulness of the script um, but these past few years that I've been in this I've been really um, pleased with how everybody pulls this off and it, it ends up being much less of a because I, I was kind of used to the, the television adaptation of the Christmas Carol where it's like oh sure right, here we go and then this thing and that everyone learns a lesson and a good time was had by all and that's what I did on my summer vacation you so know poor Tiny Tim right dies like a bitch yes. yeah uh, right. So uh, so there's that. And then, uh, but this, I actually like it. It gripped me. Um, and maybe it's a, a function of hearing it rather than seeing it. But I feel like it does a good. I think it being a story, I think that's a good point that you're mm. hearing it. I also think that the, simply because the nights that we have spent in rehearsal, not just rehearsing, but talking about why this particular scene goes this way or how mm. important this scene is we have we I feel we filter in the background mm. of both uh, Dickens life that brought that came into a Christmas Carol and kind of the meaning and the import of Christmas Carol so I think that's where a lot of that value is probably coming from mm. um, it's not just sort of oh here's this cute little story because um, one of our competitors, we won't say who they are, who puts on a live show for and has for years and years and years, has basically turned it into a tripe little affair that entertains families but has no meaning or substance after all of this time. I think we have some meaning and some substance. We still have a lot of fun, hmm. but I think we bring, bring the true meaning of, of the story. Anyways, that's my speech. So, uh, uh, when can we see your show? It is December 14th, 15th, and 16th mm-hmm. at Lakeville uh, Center for the Arts. Mm-hmm. And it is 7 o'clock on Friday, 7 o'clock on Saturday, and a 2 o'clock matinee mm. uh, on Sunday afternoon. It's quite close to uh, many breweries and restaurants. Down it is actually well, yeah. a short, so a delightful walk over to the Lakeville Brewery, which also oh, yeah. has fantastic food. Yes, they do. Yeah, oh, and yeah. some really delightful beers, so... Mm-hmm. And so, uh, this is essentially like staged reading. Is you might know, is it, or is it a little the, bit more? The involved? stage show is that we are radio actors. Okay, um, roughly mid forties, you know, just after the war, just prior to mm-hmm. you know. World and war so, um, it is as if you are attending a broadcast of this radio play. The sound effects are live. There's mm-hmm. no pre-recorded sound effects. We have a live uh, chorus. Mm-hmm. Who accompanies us? Also performs ahead of ahead uh, of the, our part of the show, um, mm-hmm. and I'm blanking on their name, but it is the Corlettes. Uh, yes, yeah. and then uh, we have live musicians uh, as well as live singers, yes. things like that. So, 
Yeah, it's uh, it tends to be a, a pretty good time, and it is family friendly. But yes, the rehearsals yeah. not so much. But yes, no. <laughs> oh, uh, that can't be helped. No, that can't be helped. No, no, we're uh, we're terrible human beings. Yes, we are. <laughs> but uh, no, it's um, I know, especially in the uh, in the nineteen eighties, uh, everyone was sort of awash in adaptations of a Christmas Carol. And um, even having survived that, um, I've been really pleased by how this is um, how this is staged. So, yeah. Do we have another pour? We do have another pour that Dave is being characteristically cagey about letting me oh, see, even though I have to write shit down. I mean, based on the shape of the bottle, I can guess which one it is. It is the Talisker Dark Storm! And I would have been correct. Uh, oh. I don't know whether to be afraid, but uh, I'll adopt a posture of fear and supplication. It is not the storm. It is the dark storm. Right. I hail the glow cloud. I don't give a crap about the storm. So. <laughs> All hail. All hail. Thank you. Kindly. Dave, it should be pointed out, is of course a big fan of Talisker as a general oh. rule. I yeah. am. Ooh. I am. I, I have several of their expressions. That's got a powerful nose. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. And again, we've got a, a dark amber fading into ruby versus an orange. Yeah. 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 There's, there's a lot more red in this yeah, one. This is than a deeper the last. color, definitely. Hmm. I'm getting a lot of um, acetone, a lot of nail polish. Yes. It's there. That is certainly there. This is another duty free mm-hmm. exclusive. So, yeah. uh, I prefer my scotch to be duty free. <laughs> oh, I had to make that joke before you did, uh, James. I'm uh, sorry. Hmm. It can only again be hmm. acquired when you're traveling international. Hmm. I may need a reset. If you can pass me the I can the True Stone coffee. True Stone coffee, you say? Yes, yes. True Stone he, coffee. We, we 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 do indeed have True Stone coffee. I I am still running off that bag of Sumatra that. Eager listeners have been paying attention oh. to uh, mm. being the one that uh, we've been using for several months now because I don't drink my coffee quickly. Mm. Um, however, it is you know really good stuff. Uh, the only reason I don't drink it quickly is because I just don't drink caffeinated beverages all that often, um, so it lasts me a long time. Uh, but it is fresh roasts and cool beans, and if you'd like 10% off your order... And who doesn't? You uh, can use one of several discount codes. <laughs> Some are easier to pronounce and spell than others. Ours, for instance, <laughs> is Scotch. James. Oh, yeah, but the one you want to use <clears throat> is uh, Apropos. But it smells Apropos. It does. It does smell Apropos. Uh, so, and that will also get you, uh, that would also, in exchange, get you a different 10% off. Uh, we take our 10% off the bottom instead of off the top. And that's because they're shady, shady fucks over there at AON. <laughs> but uh, as, as has yeah. recently been proven, uh, you can only use one discount code yes. now, where that, that didn't always used to be the case. And shame, shame, shame on the person who tried using all of them at once just to see if it would work. I looked to see that it would. didn't actually submit that order. Uh, I scaled uh-huh. back down to just our own code. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but I had known for some time that that was possible. <laughs> because sure. the fine folks at True Stone 
Mm. Or polite enough to offer us a discount, but certainly do deserve your money. So. Yes. Oh, absolutely, they do. Uh, and and I and highly recommend delicious coffee. They have uh, wonderfully crafted tulip glasses and extraordinarily comfy T-shirts, which I was going to recommend. And then mm. James goes, James goes and meets me. Yeah, you're, you're fucking right. Are you uh, wearing a Drew yeah. Stone T-shirt? No, not today. No, no, uh, no, because it's actually it's in the wash because I've already worn it this week. Um, but. Uh, they also have a delicious cold brew, or cool brew, uh, mm. which is a, a favorite even among people who do not usually enjoy coffee. Oh, it is most definitely uh, the way I tend to make my coffee at home. The, the Sumatra mm. I have, I actually grind to a nice coarse mm-hmm. uh, piece, and, then, and I have an infuser yeah. that I put nice. that in and, and do my own cold brew at home. And while it takes some time, you have to plan ahead mm-hmm. if you're going to do cold brew, uh, it is so good. It, the, the, the acidity is less, which is why it is um, so popular. Because uh, m- much of the difficulty a lot of people have with coffee mm-hmm. is the, the, the high acidity. And the like those hard bitterness. bitterness. Yeah. And, and that is, the bitterness is softened and the acidity is greatly yeah. lessened by doing cold brewing. Yeah. So uh, it, it's pretty fantabulous. I'm going to say, uh, and this may sound uh, really strange, but I'm going to say this has the smell of like a hardwood floor. I mean, I can see where you're going with that. So uh, the the thing I didn't mention about the dark storm is that it is uh, aged in charred oak barrels. Uh, that so that that's where you're yeah. getting the, the acetone. It's the the char is mm-hmm. where that's that's coming from because it, mm. it's scotch with a hint of bourbon. To me, <laughs> I, what I get out of this a lot is uh, it's it's like somebody just threw a an, an old charred piece of piece of wood right in the right in the scotch you get the hmm. the the carbon uh and just the, the it's like ash. a campfire for your mouth yeah without being peaty it mm. is it's nice. got a, a nice bit of bit of campfire and hmm. yeah but i'm also getting a hint of cherry in there mm-hmm. the fruit or cherry wood um no the the fruit okay it was. It seemed important. Yeah, I, 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 can't differentiate woods uh, if, if, in terms of that. But you know, if if we encounter a scotch with apple in it, he'll tell you. <laughs> oh yeah, ah, uh, that old yes, that old chestnut. The the, mm. the 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 running eggs are strong with this podcast. Now this is the opposite of the Highland that had the mm. spicy taste to begin with. This has a smooth taste to begin with, and then it's a nice kind of gentle. You can almost feel like the. Spiciness spread it out on your palate rather than you get the cherry right at the tip, mm-hmm. and then mm. and then it goes into a nice deep char mm-hmm. like the mm. whole way yeah. down. Yep. It just feels like ash is coating my throat. The top of the finish is definitely the hardwood floor that you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got a strong burn, but not one that I mind. Oh, it's no, uh, no. It, it tastes like face planting at the roller rink. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 it remembers them well. <laughs> It was all no. he did. It, no, it's been a long time. Since over I over and over. I, I, <laughs> I, I was raised on skates as much as I would walk. I, I yeah, yeah, he, skate he had to be raised months. on them because he kept falling the fuck over. That's, yeah. yeah. Oh. No, no, I see what you did there. Oh, thanks. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, well, that's... Hmm. That's, yeah, that's I'm, I'm getting way too much of the acetone in the palate, though. It's mm. Mm. Little, a little rough. I'm loving it. You're a strange bird. Sifting through that, I don't, I don't uh, get as strong an, an acetone as I do like a 
as, as I did from the nose, but I'm getting... Um, Maybe it's less acetone that, and more iodine. Either way, it's something medicinal yeah. and unpleasant. I was, I was just trying to search through, sift through for what that was, and it does... It's not like an iodized salt, but it is... It um, tastes like iodine smells. Mm. Mm. I mean, it's a bold flavor. I, I, I like that it's got something going on with it, and it's just not, you know, alcohol in a glass, but it's not necessarily mm. speaking to me. Well, I think it leaves a nice coolness in the hmm. nose and then the throat afterwards. Yeah. I can Almost like it. a sweetness, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I up, would, up front. I would say minty, but I don't want to say it tastes mint. It's like the fact that when you've been having a mint or something, mm. it leaves that sort of coolness. Like a cough drop. Like a, yeah, yeah, eucalyptus or something like that. Sure, yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. A residual effervescence. Yeah. Yes, very good. I'm gonna uh, drop Your a couple residual uh, effervescence. I mean, that's what they say. A couple of. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the ladies say. Whom? Whom? That's. A vague they. <laughs> the the vague but menacing government. My girlfriend in Niagara Falls. <laughs> she's totally real, you guys. You would know her. She's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> only days going to Canada far more. Yeah, she's a model. These days. A, mm. But I've only mm. been to the same place once. Unless you count. I mean, I could probably pay off Chip to vouch for me, but you know, we'll we'll see. I don't. I don't know that Chip wants to be thrown under that particular tour bus. That's the no. I'm sure he doesn't. <laughs> Is there a particular reason why they're only sell, sold in the duty-free shops? Uh, yeah, so a lot of uh, distillers will do that. Uh, they'll some will test out the lines to see how they how they fare mm-hmm. uh, in the duty-free shops, and uh, if something does well, it might make it over and you know okay. carry over into okay. the uh, into the regular market. Mm. Um, but at least part of it is. Uh, the exclusivity of it. There's a lot oh, of sure. alcohols that are, are like that, where they are only sold in duty free. Yeah. Um, typically, you can get you can get a higher price point for mm-hmm. something because oh, yeah. you can assume that yeah. somebody who is in fact traveling internationally has a little bit of yeah. cash in their pocket, mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, oftentimes is like getting gifts for friends and family. And sure, can, you know, there's. Plenty of the regular stuff too. Like if you want a bottle of Grey Goose, they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or so are you suggesting that cr- distilleries might cater to the one percent more than us? Please? Oh fuck yeah! There is this beautiful twenty one hundred dollar bottle that I Ooh. want. Shit, it is a gorgeous Highland Park in this amazing, amazing case that is just this glossy black. And I think there's another one that's like three thousand dollars. That's very similar to my Sigurd. And mm. size and shape in the of the box. Uh, this is gorgeous wood box with uh, wood burning for the mm-hmm. for the the name and the design. And, uh, Meanwhile, yeah. I'm drinking bathtub gin out of a broken magic eight ball. I don't mm. There's a lot to be said for that. Other than you know, the <laughs> yeah, ask again yeah. later. That's yeah. Highland Park always has a line that is airport exclusive. Mm. Yeah. Um, the shifted this year uh however uh they seem to keep them around for a while Hmm. Uh, they they did just shift through and this one is this year is definitely catered much more towards the the higher end clientele Hmm. because the last year the highest dollar one that i saw was like 250 bucks okay 
and this year there are two that are over two grand. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and another one that's I think like five, and another one that's and then the Ra- the Voyage of the Raven, which was relatively inexpensive. I want to say it was about a hundred bucks mm-hmm. Canadian, so it's you know it's like a nickel, but. <laughs> when I go to Canada, I don't. I, that may not be how the dollar works anymore. No. Uh, mm. Well, okay. Well, last week when I was there, mm-hmm. the Canadian dollar was seventy-five cents to the oh, American dollar. Wow. So, yeah, it was the the best exchange rate I've gotten off of the Canadian yeah, dollar so sure. far. Yeah. So I was very happy to to, mm-hmm. to buy mm-hmm. a couple bottles. Uh, while I was there, I should go com- commit a little arbitrage myself then, because I still have some uh, leftover Canadian money from. Is that the two thousand giant robot anime? No, arbit- oh. arbitrage is actually the technical term of making money in currency exchange. And yes, I know you know that, but I'm being Eric Knight because he's not here. I mean, if you want to change money into Canadian money, now is the time to do it. If you want to get value back from your Canadian money, like. Three years ago was the time to do it. Mm, Back sure. when they were ninety six cents on the dollar, because mm-hmm. it's really fun to make fun of Canadian money prices. Uh, the best part about it is that the uh, the duty free when it's in Canada mm-hmm. is in Canadian dollars, but they sell it for the same dollar amount oh. on the Canadian side. Of the oh thing. shit! Right, right. Some of them, some of them do. Um, the ones that I've gotten, the Highland Parks tend to tend sure. to be. Because uh, I do look whenever I'm going. I look on the American side. And see, oh yeah, well, I think uh, if I see that, I'll get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in London, it was in pounds, which fortunately the pound was weak, so it was only about a dollar thirty for for a pound. Uh, I heard so, the quotation marks around weak. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I it's I bought stuff from Britain where it's a buck sixty five, buck seventy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, I. You know, I'm not going to burn the, the 20 quid in my, my wallet like I do the Canadian money. Because mm. it's fun to burn Canadian money. Because it's worth like a nickel. And it burns really super cool. Because um, <laughs> it's plastic. Yes. Dave, it's your... All right. But okay. it burns clean. It's a, but it's, a, it's a clean burn. It's super cool. Like it burns away to nothing. It? Yes. That's it burns away to like nothing. There's just like this tiny, tiny little bit of ash. I have questions I don't want to answer. It's really cool. I've added water to mine. I don't yeah. think I, ha- I have two. I don't think I've got any uh, any loonies in my. Uh... The nose. Oh has no, become... no, that's a pound. Yeah. The nose has become uh, really sweet. No, I don't have any loonies. Yeah, in my wallet. There, 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 uh... there's a certain sweetness that that's been added. I can't <laughs> narrow down more what it is, other than it's just gotten sweeter. Hmm. It feels like the the cherry is more pronounced. That's the sweetness that comes out to me. Hmm. See, I don't. I'm not seeing it as, as a sweet cherry, but Mm-mm. no, I'm almost getting like a banana peel. Yeah, oh, no, you said that word to him. Well, I no, no. I mean, I already was not liking it, so he, he putting that not in like an artificial banana like, flavor, or like a like the banana fruit, but like the smell of a banana peel. Smells like slapstick. It's, <laughs> yep. Smells like winning at Mario Kart. Hmm. Yeah, that's really the primary note. It's just whatever that sweet thing is. I'm, mm. I'm not getting. Yeah. Nearly as much cherry. I mean, it's still there, but it's really under this sweet. Yeah, that is a very sweet. It's kind of almost like rotten fruit. 
Yes. Rotten pear. Like a like a soft pear. I'm doing a reset over here. Hmm. Yeah, I hate to say that something has gone pear-shaped, but pear-scented might be I think I'm going to continue with your banana. I'm going to say that it's a, it's mm. a rotten banana. Yeah. Hmm. How in the world did you get the banana? <laughs> Look. Hey, buddy. You like your time in the dungeon? I mean... Uh, yeah, the fucking tail. Okay. <laughs> kitten. Well, one thing that uh, that the cats here do have going for them is that they are kittens and they are adorable. Yeah. I mean, I do have a particular fondness for household pets. Like, I can't walk into somebody's house and they have a, a dog or something without wanting to pet the dog, without wanting to like scratch the kitty behind the ears, non-euphemistically. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, for, for the nose, when I did the reset, I got cleaning supplies, so I, I huh. don't think it was really a helpful reset. How many, how many drops of water did you, did you put in? Four or five. Wow. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. I put in three drops again, and it, it's possible that adding a lot more water, I also had, uh, about half my pour left, so it's, it's possible that uh, adding just a, oh my, just a dab of water helps. Yeah. So the cleaning supplies came through on the palette nicely. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little bit of that, uh, the, the alcohol smell feel from mm-hmm. it on the palette. But I'm, getting, I'm getting a much stronger alcohol burn with the water in it. I'm, hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not digging on the pine salt so much. Yeah, I was going to say, I am getting kind of a, a stronger pine salt note from it now that there's water opening it up. Yeah, there's a. I'm gonna there for sure. I'm gonna do irreparable harm to whatever's left here. I'm gonna uh, try adding a little more water and see if I. Can yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see if stupidity really helps Look, here. If and... Stupidity helped anything. I would be a millionaire. Hmm. That was no help. Uh, oh, on a scale of one to salsa, that was a full salsa. Ooh, ooh. Adding more water does not make anything better. It makes it worse. Yeah. I was kind of enjoying it with a tiny amount of water in it. Mm. Yeah, I was too. Adding more water made it uh, super unpalatable. Uh, I'm getting uh, not just the pine salt note, but I'm, I'm getting like rubber flavor. Mm. I can see that. It's like but, a burnt rubber though, right? Uh, yeah, like, like, uh, it finishes its pencil eraser, like so like have like fun a, with that. Not no. like a freshly cut garden hose, but more like a... Uh, a burned. As weird as this sounds, like uh, uh, like a sneaker. Mm. Okay. A new sneaker? Or no, a sneaker no. Like no. A so, 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 so you're having a glass like a gym floor. So you're having a glass of hobo chili over there. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, no. I it it. Uh, I, if I imagine what licking the floor of a gymnasium probably tastes like, um. After it's been cleaned, but the the shoe marks are still there, I would say this is probably it. Because I'm getting, uh, like, the hardwood floor plus strong pine saw plus uh, whatever that, like, you said burnt rubber taste is. Hmm. Uh, I remember, uh, maybe it was the last time that I was on, I rated something a one because it uh, tasted like bear mace and, uh, and burning plastic, and this is not that. Um, but I don't, I don't like this. I'm going to, 
get rid of the rest of this hair uh, into my mouth, admittedly, but I'm just going to slug it. I don't want to experience too much of that, too much more than I have to. Definitely better dry. Speaking of which, do we want to go in reverse order? Well, or oh, pretentious reading. First, oh, first, yes. first we must bring on the voice. Oh, yes. Nice. All right. So we have raised, slightly raised, silver letters. <laughs> Established eighteen thirty. Telesca dark storm single malt Scotch whiskey, matured and charred casks. Hmm. We have a raised silver um, Isle of Skye. Hmm. And we have a band which says a deep, dark, and rich telescope natured, matured, I'm sorry, in selected heavily charred casks to give extra spice and smoke. It also points out that it's made by the sea. And then there's a picture of a wave spraying water. It's a um, sort of bluish-white sort of wave. And it has a little bit of a note. Um, latitude 57... S- I'm not good at this. Uh, 57 degrees, 17 something or other, and 9 and. Longitude, 6 degrees, 21... The question I have about the phrase made by the sea is, do they mean that the sea is the master distiller or uh, that it was just (laughs) made overlooking the waves? I'm not not certain which, but... uh, uh, An Asian room with a view. (laughs) On this silver band, there is a black raised signature from Hugh McCaskill. So he signed it, you know. Ooh, and yeah. again, dark, stormy clouds seems to be the yeah. theme of the evening. There's some sort of half serpent, half lion logo, and its story is this: No whiskey is more true to the place of its birth than powerful maritime Talisker. All in uppercase, of course. Made since 1830, beside the shores of Loch Harport on the wild, remote Isle of Skye. Imagine tasting a mighty storm at sea. And you have Talisker Dark Storm, <laughs> the single mouth that takes an intense whiskey experience to a new level. Its rich flavor dramatized by the careful cast collection, Talisker Dark Storm, is matured and heavily charred old casks to invigorate the palate with a whole ocean of spice and smoke. Bottled at the premium strength of 45.8% ABV, Talisker Dark Storm faces you with all the wild, untamed spirit of a Full-blown storm at sea. Travel retail exclusive. Again, signed this time in silver against stormy waves in mm. purple and blue. Hugh <laughs> McCaskill. <laughs> ah, lovely. Yes. Okay. That almost makes you want to buy it now, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he did that and I did not. <laughs> ah, because... I was not a fan. Mm. Um, yeah, this this was um, a sad day that I like a Highland Park more than I like a Talisker. <laughs> <laughs> Considering the history I've had with Highland Parks that were over $100. Mm-hmm. I, I, what, what were the price points on these as a curiosity? Do you remember? Um, the Dark Storm uh, was 100 and the... Jesus, cat, stop. The the Highland Park was, I, I think, around the same. Hmm. Uh, they were both very similarly priced. Yeah, I got them both at different times. Hmm. Um, but again, that was Canadian money, so it wasn't real. So it was really like a nickel. Uh, Chip, I'm sorry. Bring it back. Dave has... 
I mean, like I go to Kanakistan every so often, and you just gotta like just understand that when you go there, it's time to buy really expensive stuff because regardless of how their markets fluctuate up and down, the prices for things stay the same. So, woo! And I was like, I mean, when I looked it up and saw that they're that. I feel like Cat had dropped. I was like, Yeah, I to to, to actually to actually snap a number on this one. I mean, the bars get cheaper. I feel like I feel like this may be their revenge for you constantly buying cheap booze off of them. Mm. I tried to go to the LCBO, but they did not have anything special there, Mm. so it was kind of sad. Yeah, I I'm gonna give it a two eight. Mm. This this was not exciting. Um. I'm, I'm pine salt is not what I want in the scotch. Mm. Um, certainly, this, this was better neat, but even neat, this was not in my wheelhouse. Yeah, I, I, I got nothing more to say. Hmm. Pete? Well, um, I'm, I'm not as educated in the ways of scotch as you guys are. Um, I thought the initial taste was, I liked it, it was smooth. I thought it was spicy. I thought the spice retained a nice, smooth taste to it. I wasn't picking up any of the pine salt on the sneakers. Hmm. I'd probably give it a five. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. You really like this one. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Well, we know what to get you for your next birthday. <laughs> International trip travel, so you get his own model. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trip to Canada. Yeah. One way. You know, the, <laughs> er, er, earlier today, there, there, there was a sale on a trip to Antarctica for uh, $180 that was usually 18000 But, uh, I, I, did mean, not, I did not jump on that one. Do you, do you get to stop by the the science station down there? Is I just said all-inclusive trip for two to Antarctica. I did not go into details. Well, yeah, it doesn't say trip back, does yeah, it? No, it doesn't it say doesn't. round it trip for two. two. It just says yeah. trip for two. Well, it is all-inclusive, so, I mean, if they strand you there, they're, they're putting the bill for it. Yeah. I mean, that just means that they include a room and breakfast. That doesn't... Well, three meals. Three meals. Yeah. Like any like any major hotel. Three meals. Yeah. Yeah. And and drinks are are two of them like the the breakfast bar with yogurt and a bagel or you know I was looking at this all inclusive resort in Jamaica and uh, <laughs> and they had eleven restaurants so that's that's really kind of like the oh, minimum wow. that I'm willing to go to uh, it it was very nice mm. it's very nice uh, I travel a lot so I had a lot of points so I was looking for free vacation. Well, based on my uh, the the listenership uh, to this podcast, uh, I would say, uh, yeah, you do fucking travel a lot, don't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was surprised to find you here. <laughs> well, I so funny story is that I was not supposed to be here because I'm you. supposed to be on a on a plane to Europe right now. Oh, um, but things happened, and so huh? I'm not on a plane trip. On a plane to Europe. Right I did now. notice that about you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's... Uh, a keen observer of human behavior, and I noticed that you are not 20,000 feet in the air right now. Uh, like 35,000. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, I find it hard to tell, because you know, mm-hmm. I just know him that well. So, uh, I may still be... Oh, wait. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, as of right now, I will not be going to Europe for, again this year. So... Yeah, yeah. Um, like free trip to Europe, I'm certainly all for. But there's also like, hey, you're going to Europe. Where am I going? Yeah, you know, Europe. 
you know. that's, that's, that's not a small place. That's like saying you're going to California. Right, like the kind of place where I, I rent a, a Jaguar or the kind of place where I rent a Lada. Because there's well, a big difference. So, so they gave, uh, I, I, there were, there were, <laughs> as long as it's not the kind of place where I have to rent a bodyguard, we're fine. Right. Yeah. Well, there were four potential places that, I, that they were looking for me to go. It was going to be uh, France, Germany, Switzerland, or Sweden. Uh, oh. So, uh, and then probably a stopover in Amsterdam because we have an office there. Hmm. However... Uh, that sounds like a terrible time, right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to go to absolutely. Yeah. Two, I think you should quit. Uh, in two weeks, yeah, uh, another fashion in Europe is <laughs> certainly, uh, certainly a worthwhile thought. Um, but they wanted me to be leaving again this Friday, and then mm-hmm. we push mm-hmm. back a week um, next Friday. So we put a hard deadline of of today on it. Sure, so, sure. Uh, that I would have at least a week to book travel so that yeah. uh, you know theoretically ticket prices aren't $3,000 for every everywhere I need to go hmm. so because it's the holiday season and right. short short right. travel or t- short time books are really pricey right yeah. now no. so the hell you say um, the hell he does <laughs> my coworker who is going out to uh, Europe next uh, next Friday she is uh, she was looking at getting a direct flight to Paris, which was three thousand dollars. Found a found a flight to uh, Brussels for Brussels or Amsterdam for fourteen. Yeah, and then uh, was told to sit on that for a day. And the next day, in like the funds kind of way. Yeah, well, the next day, <laughs> Brussels and Amsterdam were also three thousand oh, dollars. so wow. like she was going to take go to Amsterdam and then train over to. To it and uh, yeah, so uh, I'm sure they're probably looking forward to to not spending three thousand dollars on me to fly out as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's a little sad that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go to Europe again this year, especially because I only got to go to fucking Britain and God, the UK is a fucking hole and the yeah the people of London are terrible people. You're not from London, are you? No, no, oh, no. perfect, fantastic. <laughs> Whoever would want to go to the UK? I would. Yeah, the people of London are obnoxious, annoying people. Well, I can only take your word for that for now. The British would be better without the British. <laughs> if it was just like a donut. Ryan, I'm sure he doesn't mean you. A donut around London, and then London is its own. I I mean, they did offer, me, offer to send me to Liverpool while I was in London, and I was like, yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any any love for the Beatles, and I didn't care. And it was more like, a, "Hey, you're going to be working on Wednesday, and can you get to Liverpool by Thursday morning and do more work?" And I'm like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, um, I don't think so. So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it was uh, it was all right, uh, except that the, again, the British are terrible, miserable people who don't know how to talk. Uh, hmm. Oh dear. Tell us how you really feel. Yes. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I, hmm. You, you, you know what I really like? I'd like to tell how you really feel about the scotch in, in another oh, form. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right. Is it my turn? It really yeah, is. Like, all right. And, well. and has been since you started this tirade. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Love it. That means you don't have to wait on me. <laughs> I can keep talking forever. Uh, no, so I, I did like the scotch quite a bit. Uh, neat, obviously, as... Like I say, nothing good can be said about it uh, with water, but it certainly was a lot better. I enjoyed it, Neat, uh, <laughs> quite a bit. 
I, I, I felt that there was a lot more flavor within the Highland Park. And I enjoyed that flavor. I enjoyed the, the, the char uh, taste that you got off of it. And the mm-hmm. cherries were, were, were there very nicely. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I'm going to give it a four. It wasn't my turn. It was James's turn. I'm fine no, with this. No, I, I, I want James to close it out. Mm. So you can shut your hole. Oh. All right. Well, then I will. I will shut my hole. Fuck you. With cheese. That's right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say wet. I, I would rate this pretty low. I would say this is maybe like a, a two, three, something because it's everything that I don't want in a scotch when it's wet. Um. Dry neat. Uh, or neat, I guess. Um, it was fairly pleasant. I, I don't know that I would seek it out, so I don't really want to give it too high a score, but it really didn't hurt my feelings at all to, to drink neat. Um, I, I would give it an even three. Maybe a three one? I made the mistake of adding too much water, and uh, like it's got a really fine balance to it. Yeah, so I didn't add any water. Hmm. I'd like to enjoy it enough without hmm. the water, hmm. but I didn't want to touch it. So. That was quite sensible of you, Pete. I'm yeah. a very sensible person, but we don't know that. When? Oh, oh, just now. <laughs> no, we, we, we ruin scotch for science all the time on this show. Oh, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Oof. That's what we do. But yeah, no, I, I, I'm going to say you know, even you, three on it. You know what else we do? We we have people pimp what they've got going on one last time before we close sure, out the show. Sure. So tell, tell, tell us again, when is this fantastic show of yours? December 14th, 15th, and 16th, uh, mm-hmm. 7 o'clock, uh, Friday and Saturday. And a two o'clock matinee. It's again. It's at the Lakeville uh, Center for the Arts, mm-hmm. uh, which is a short walk from the Lakeville Brewery, which is very oh, delightful. Yeah. 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 So, highly recommend it. We have That's a lot of fun, and yeah. um, we've had people come up to us afterwards and they say they can tell that we're having a lot of fun, and so they mm-hmm. enjoy it. they had a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. And then the final thing we do on the show, which James is well aware of, so it's less fun oh, for us. Oh, yeah, usual, yeah. Is, I very purposely is we toast our way out. Did not. Uh, did not say anything about it. Right. So, so knowing so that, yep, Pete's the one we're going to put on the spot because I can't put James on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So any any old toast will do, sir. Any old toast. Well, uh, to Mr. Scrooge. Mr. Scrooge. Mr. Scrooge. <laughs>